This is Cosmic Coffee Time, the place where we take a look at what's happening somewhere in the universe in about the time it takes to have a coffee. It's cosmology in a cup. I'm Andrew Prestige, and join me for a coffee and see where in the universe we're going this time. Follow us on Twitter for some special content, and if you want to request an episode topic or just say hi, send us an email at cosmiccoffeetime at gmail.com. Links are in the show notes. As planets go, Mars is a bit of a rock star. Saturn and Jupiter have a pretty high profile too. But there's one planet that we really don't hear much about. It's the closest planet to the Sun. It's planet Mercury. Why don't we hear much about it? What's it like? And how have we learned what we do know about it? Being a planet that's visible to the naked eye, it's a planet that's been known about since ancient times. There's written records of observations of Mercury that are over 5,000 years old, and it orbits close to the Sun, so it's never very far from the Sun, so it can only be seen in the east in the early morning before dawn, or in the west in the evening just after sunset. Mercury is the smallest planet in the solar system, and we don't normally get to hear much about it. One thing that does pop up a lot is that it orbits the Sun every 88 days, which means about four birthdays a year. But it rotates slowly about every 59 Earth days compared to our 24 hours. It's almost tidally locked. So there'd be one sunrise and one sunset every two Mercurian years. And that is unique in the solar system. Mercury is small, It's a long way away, and while the surface features have been mapped since the 1880s using optical telescopes, it took until 1965 to determine that a rotation took 59 days. At the time, this could only be done by radar observations. Mercury is the most cratered planet in the solar system. Other terrestrial or rocky planets have at least some sort of atmosphere or some sort of wind that will reduce the evidence of impact cratering over time. But Mercury, with barely any atmosphere, retains some of its oldest craters in nearly perfectly preserved condition. One of the more distinctive surface features that have been discovered are wrinkle ridges and scarps that seem to have been formed as the planet cooled and contracted. Early in its life, Mercury's interior was much hotter, but as the planet cooled, it contracted and the surface was buckled in on itself, forming thrust vaults and ridges that are hundreds of kilometres long. Also, only two spacecraft have visited Mercury. It's a surprisingly difficult place to get to, despite being downhill into the Sun's gravitational influence. The Sun's gravity accelerates a spacecraft, so you might do a very high-speed flyby, unless you have some very powerful retro rockets to slow down enough to enter orbit or land on Mercury. Also, because it doesn't have an atmosphere that could be used for aerobraking or a parachute, the rockets would have to do all the work, which means carrying a lot of fuel. Mariner 10 was the first spacecraft to visit Mercury. In 1974 and 1975, it made a number of close approaches and made some detailed maps of the surface. 
Mariner 10 also detected a magnetic field, which was really unexpected. With the Mercurian day lasting so long, only one side of the planet was lit during Mariner 10's visit, so the spacecraft mapped less than half the surface. The second spacecraft to reach Mercury was Messenger, which arrived in 2008. Messenger spent a number of years easing into orbit around Mercury, and in 2011 completed a mapping mission that took about a year, and the mission was extended to 2013, where it studied the magnetic field, the poles, and accumulating images using its high-resolution devices. Messenger completed its mission and crashed into the surface of Mercury in April 2015. Spacecraft number three is en route to Mercury now. Colombo is a joint European-Japanese project that was launched in 2018 and will arrive at Mercury in 2025. It's a two-part spacecraft. One part will separate and enter an elliptical orbit to study the magnetic field, and the other will map the surface from a circular orbit. Remember to check out the Cosmic Coffee Time Twitter feed, and if there's something in the universe that you want us to take a closer look at, send us an email. Links are in the show notes. Thanks for joining me. I'm Andrew Prestige, and I'll see you again soon for another Cosmic Coffee Time.